Welcome to the Waiting Warriors podcast. As loved ones of first responders and military personnel, we often face life situations and challenges that many others don't experience. And while each of us and our experiences are unique, together we can learn from one another and become stronger in this journey of life. Now let's step out of mediocrity. It's time to thrive. Hi, Waiting Warriors. Welcome to another episode on the Waiting Warriors podcast. We have a really fun guest today. I'm excited. She has a very interesting story that we haven't shared yet on the podcast, so I'm very excited to have Zana Wolfgang here. Hi, Zana. Welcome to the show. Good morning. I'm so excited to be here. Good. Um, So Zana is a wife of a retired law enforcement officer. Her and her husband now own and run Honor the Brave, which is a real estate consulting program that gives back to law enforcement, military, and first responders. And we are going to talk about what to do when stuff happens, even really awful stuff, because I know you have plenty of experience with that. So let's start out with you just kind of telling your story. I know you've had your fair share of awful stuff happening. So maybe tell a little bit about your family and then go back to when your husband was still an officer. Okay. Um, well, just a little bit of a backstory. Um, my husband and I have actually been together since we were 15 and 16 years old, which is, I think, something unique about us. Mm-hmm. Um, we've been together almost 25 years now, married nearly 19. Um, and yeah, I got to see him, I like to say, become go from the boy he was to the man he was meant to be by finding his career and his calling in law enforcement. Um, which was really an amazing process to see occur. And um, we have two boys now almost 15 and almost 13, which is just bananas. Um, But that being said, you know, I think for Jeff and I, um, being high school sweethearts, all of it, things came relatively easy to us as far as our relationship and our goals and just life. And we were cruising and things were good. And I I like to say it was easy till it wasn't. Mm. And then, we found ourselves in, in a place um, following him losing his career because he did, his career came to an end prematurely after he was run down by a gang member in a stolen vehicle that didn't want to go back to prison. And he saw my husband as standing in the way of that and chose to try to run him over. And as a result of that, um, he went through multiple back surgeries and it ended his career Um And it was not on his terms. And it was Mm -hmm. so hard. I mean, the physical part of what he went through was quite frankly, the easiest part. And as you can imagine, that wasn't easy. Um, But the mental, the mental emotional aspect of it was very trying for him, for us, uh, for our family. And it was a really dark journey and chapter in our life. And he really lost himself. And so kind of coming out the other side of that, um, we're just so much more appreciative of of the little things. And um, I'm so grateful for that dark time. And I think that's one of the things that's most important for me to share today is when you find life presenting you challenges, um, you know, it can feel like it's never gonna get better and it's never gonna end. And as a wife watching your husband go through that loss and he was quite frankly angry with the world kind of cause he, felt like it was what he was called to do was taken away from him. And um, 
you can feel so helpless to be there watching and be trying to offer, you know, a positive spin on that. And it, it wasn't, it wasn't uh, something that I could fix. Mm-hmm. And it was about being committed and being in it and through it and seeing him through it and getting right resources to navigate that really dark time and and coming through that we're better for where we've been um and you know so grateful for things in a way that we might not have been if it always stayed as easy as it had been so i'm very grateful for that that dark moment because of where we are and the gratitude that we have for the little things as a result of it right and how old were your kids when the rundown happened um gosh um the actual initial accident happened in 2011. Okay. So they were in um, so it was second. eight years ago. Yeah. Right. Okay. And um, but he wasn't retired till 2014 after they the last surgery that um, they fused his back completely. And upon that, uh, the city considered him too much of a liability to come back. Okay. And so so that's when I mean, of course, the injury, all of it. Um, was obviously very challenging, but losing his purpose was mm-hmm. when the real challenge presented itself and kind of the what was next for us and for him. Right. So what happened in those, you said 2000 or 11, 2011 to 2014, that's three years. What happened during those yeah. three years? So he did a lot of band-aids because he loved what he did and he knew if they fused him, which was um, what they recommended from go, that that would end his career. So he refused to do that. He did more minor surgeries and band-aids and injections and shots and things and to the point where um, not only was his back completely, his lower discs were completely disintegrated, but the nerves in his left leg weren't firing and it was half the size of his right leg. And he would literally be walking in the grocery store and just fall over because his leg would completely go out unexpectedly. And so, um, yeah, watching him again, grasp at straws to hang on to the career he loved at, yeah. the, at all, at all costs, at all costs, um, was also really, really challenging. But there came a point where actually his Lieutenant, saw him getting out of his patrol car one day and he literally felt like he fell out because his leg gave out on him and his lieutenant saw it and he was like you're going to the hospital and you have to get this right and so that was kind of i wouldn't say the beginning of the end i suppose the beginning of the end was when he initially got hit um but at that point he had no choice but to do the fusion which they then retired him four days before surgery right so he gets run over he's clearly a fighter so he's he kept on trying to go back to work like get absolutely get well enough to go back to work get the shots get those band-aids on yep. go back and to he work. would go back and yeah he'd go back and then he'd go down for a few weeks but then he'd be back out there because that's what he did and he was good at what he did and I gosh I loved watching him in his element he was you know he showed such respect but he would do what needed to be done when it needed to be done. And he loved his brothers and sisters and he loved making a difference in the community that he served. And he took such great pride in that. Yeah. And so, yeah, he didn't know what was going to be next when that was taken from him. Right. So, yeah, that, so he's, you not only have the, um, the characteristic that I think all of us see in our warriors yes. the love and passion but like he was not 
letting go. No, he wasn't. Like, and, and that's like a different personality aspect, I feel like. Like some, I feel like some people are not more gracious, but more willing to let go. And then he just, he really was committed to it. And that's very admirable. But that had to have been hard for you the day when you're seeing him, liter- like his leg is literally disintegrating yeah. because it's not functioning the right way and him having to make that decision so that was 2014 when he had was forced into retirement right and now it's oh my goodness 2019 I know it's crazy (laughs) I know (laughs) okay so now fast forward five years yes what what happened in that first year let's go through that first year so the first year was all about physical recovery from that surgery. I mean, he was literally in a hospital bed in our living room for two months because our bedroom was upstairs and I I had to take care of him in every possible way from helping him go to the bathroom to shower to all of it, which that alone from a man who takes such pride in serving, it was Mm -hmm. very hard for him to be so vulnerable and dependent on me. And, um, I tend to be a very positive sort and he's much more um, realist sort. And um, <laughs> so when, you know, he's recovering in a hospital bed in our living room and I'm like, well, you know, thank gosh, it could be worse. Not a great combination, not what he needed to hear in those moments. And I, I get that now, but I was trying in the best way that I knew yeah. how to, to help it be a more positive situation. But we both learned a lot about each other and our personalities and all of it through that journey too. And we started talking about, you know, the what was next. And um, I had a background in real estate and I encouraged him to join me to which he was like, I just, I don't see that. And I don't know if I can deal with your people or his actual heart, which is kind of funny. <laughs> but he just means like, you know, what's life or death in his world versus what was life or death, you know, maybe in my world and that sort of thing was a little bit different. And so the conversation of let's focus on your people, would you, you know, and figure out a way to give back. And that was kind of the beginning of the conversation of honor the brave, but, um, that was a work in progress. And he, um, worked so hard. I mean, if you were to see him today, I don't think you would know that he's been through physically what he's been through. Um, but it also became the one thing he could control. So he was working Mm -hmm. so hard at getting back, you know, into shape and getting to his new normal, what, whatever that was. And, um, and he did a really good job. He actually hired a trainer um, because the physical therapy was a little bit limiting. And so he hired someone to really, he couldn't even tie his shoes almost eight months later, you know? And so at that point he was like, I'm taking this into my own hands. And he hired Mm -hmm. a trainer that really worked with him to kind of build that core to support his back again and build from the inside out. And he's phenomenally better. I mean, I don't think either of us could have imagined him being as well as he is today. And that doesn't mean he doesn't have bad days, but more good right. days than bad physically. Mm-hmm. Um, but but once he was physically back on track, then it, it was that actually is where the real work began because he had that to focus on. And once he was in a good place physically, then the now what part was, you know, um, he was very lost. He had lost his purpose. And so um, it was just a really trying time for him for our marriage um and you know of course being the closest person to him a lot of that was projected you know to me and um it really shook him and us to our 
very core during that time. And he actually hit uh, a rock bottom um, of just that loss of purpose at a point. And I reached out to a very dear friend of ours um, and said, look, you know, I think for me at that time, I believed that the only way we were going to find our true happiness and get through it, you know, this challenge was getting through it together. And Mm -hmm. um, I finally did come to a place where I realized that that might be something I have to let go of. And I just needed him to be okay. And um, in that, I reached out to my friend and said, I am, I accept that everything is out of my control, but I need him to be okay and reached out to her. And she reached out to him and asked if he would go to this three-day course. And um, he was at such a place uh, of loss that he was open to going and it truly transformed his life. And I feel it saved his life and our marriage. And and he would agree with that. Our kids actually joke there's dad before that and there's dad after that um, because (laughs) they saw what a shift that was for him. Um, And I'm so grateful. He came home from that three-day weekend um, at this particular course and um, he's like, this was amazing. And oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I allowed myself to become the one thing I really disliked the most, which was a, a victim of my circumstances. And I was, you know, blaming you and blaming everyone for, for my, you know, sadness and lostness and oh my gosh. And he took charge of his life again. And that, in that moment, he took charge of his life again. And, um, it's just been amazing to see that transformation. There's no really better word um, than the transformation that took place. Yeah. So I think it's so interesting in your story because I'm, I, it sounds like I'm a lot like you. Like I'm, try, I always try to take the positive spin on things, right. but also like I want to fix it. And I think a lot of us spouses feel that way because we see our loved ones go, whether it's physically terrible things or just trauma things like they see things and we want to be able to fix it but I never thought that sometimes the maybe the key thing for us to do to help them is to let go of the control from our point of view and accept that we can't fix it um just be there but yeah but that's so hard like that's so hard when you see somebody struggle and you know that something's wrong and they need help, but you can't fix it for them. Um, yeah. So I think that's I saw really the light. Up- yeah. I saw the I saw the the light that was always in his eyes kind of disappear, and I you know, but I I'm so grateful that that came back, and you yeah. know, we were able to navigate that, and that light is there, and that passion is there again. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm glad it kind of came full circle. Um, so I'm going to ask what is normally asked at the end, but I know your answer. And so it's going to tie in all. Okay. But what is your key to thriving that you want to share with your fellow waiting warriors? My key to thriving is a phrase. So what now what? Um, and that is something that actually came from that course that Jeff went to, and it's not a part of the course. It's just something, a word the instructor shared that resonated with him, which he shared with me, but that is so what now what? And I, gosh, the whole world right now, when I see things happening, I'm like, gosh, if they could just take on this mindset or perspective, it's just stuff is going to happen. Good stuff, bad stuff, awful stuff. 
Um, and there is nothing we can do about the things that are going to occur in this journey, but how we respond to it is where our power is. And that's where the now what is. So what? It's awful. It takes nothing away from the fact that um, what he went through was horrific. However, so what? Are you going to let that determine the rest of your life and destroy your life because you went through something so awful? Or are you going to take the now what from it and go make your life what you want? That's where the power lies in the, in the now what. And I think it's so easy and understandably so to get caught up in the, the you know, um, the so what side or the, the side of woe is me and this happened to me and because of this, you know, and while I have so much compassion for whatever challenges people face, mm -hmm. I also think there's a responsibility we have for our now what, you know, and the only one that can make your life better is, is you. And, and that now what part is totally in our hands. Right. And he took that power back. Good. I love that. Cause I think it's like what you said, like there, there needs to be the balance of having compassion, not only for those around you, but for yourself and that you're going through a difficult thing. Cause I think this, like this phrase applies to everything. It's absolutely it could be troubles in your marriage, trouble in your personal life, or just the fact that you are a military spouse who just got moved from one side of the country to the other. And you don't know anybody or your husband's shift change and now he's gone all day okay. and or gone all night and then has to sleep all day and the shifts yeah. that you guys do are so crazy sometimes but like there are so many chances in our I'll call it our line of work even though we aren't yeah the ones I working but it, it, it's our it's our line of work where there are so many chances to to be the victim and let ourselves be the victim but the now like saying so what now what lets you take control back mm -hmm. um and feel the power that we really do have because i think it was in your emails you said like we have so much power in the fact that we get to wake up every day and make a choice Absolutely. of what we're gonna do i just i think that's so um powerful but also freeing because I know in this life, we can feel very stuck by our situations. But this, so what now, what gives you a lot of freedom and a lot of control back? It does. And, you know, I kind of have come up with this theory and I don't know what it will evolve to be, but I hope, I hope it will. I feel like something's unfolding with it, but um, I have this theory and on victim, survivor, warrior, and, um, you know, I, we are all going to fall victim to circumstances in our life. Um, some are going to be a lot worse than others. And gosh knows, you know, what we've been through doesn't even hold a candle to what some others have been through. And so it doesn't matter what you go through. We are all going to face challenges where we could be considered a victim. And we are a victim of those circumstances. And it's okay to be in that for a moment and, and feel sorry for yourself and be in that moment and feel that sadness. But but it is a choice to stay there or to move through that. And I think the power lies in moving through that and getting into survivor mode. And once you're a survivor, it's the same thing. You've still had these circumstances, but you've taken your power back and you've overcome whatever challenges have, you know, landed in your lap. And 
and you're a survivor. And I just think there's so much power in that. And I wish I had the answer for everyone on how to move from one place to the other. Obviously that's different for everyone. Um, but then I think there's this whole other layer and, and if you never move past Survivor, that's okay, because Survivor is a, an amazing place to be. But I do think there's those that move beyond Survivor to Warrior, I call it. And that's where you are not only have survived your circumstances, but you're using those circumstances to be a light for others and fighting for whatever that cause may be or whatever you've learned and whatever you have to share. Um, you That, to me, is Warrior mode. And I just think there's a lot of you know, there's a lot to be said for moving out of victim and taking your life back. And, and there is no one that can do that for you, but you, it's your choice. It's our choice, you know? Right. Which I feel like you guys have totally done because your husband wasn't in this really difficult spot of, he found his calling and purpose. He wanted yeah. to serve. He wanted to be in this specific community and that was completely taken away from him, but yet he still found a way to yeah. be in it with the honor of the brave, which I want to talk about for a minute. Okay. Um, so it's a real estate consulting program. Is it, t just tell us more like what that so, means. Yes. So in a nutshell, um, it began something small as a part of our business when we were still actually we lived in California at the time we're in Montana now which was also a part of our journey of getting really clear on our perfect canvas and how short life is and and choosing it um, mm -hmm. but that being said so what it is is we've gone nationwide with it and anytime anyone in law enforcement military first responders are going to be buying or selling real estate if they reach out to us ideally first at the very beginning before they even start looking um, we're able to consult them find out what their needs are where they're going all of those things and then we align them with either one of our honor the brave partners or someone that they believe would be a good fit for what they do mm -hmm. um, and if they go through us, then we're able to give 10% of the agent commission back as a thank you for their service, um, which we consider their brave benefits. And then we do an additional, what is equivalent to 5% of the agent commission to the nonprofit that they choose that benefits law enforcement, military or first responders in whatever capacity. Um, and then we have special handmade wooden American flags or thin blue line or thin red line wooden flags made to present um, to them upon closing. And our goal with this whole thing is one, to stay connected with our public safety family, um, and but also just to create an experience of appreciation through the whole thing and, um, and make a ripple effect because that nonprofit donation hopefully is gonna impact a greater number of people. And then the flag is just to remind them day in and day out beyond that transaction that their service is appreciated. Yeah. Every time, like, I've checked your website out a few times, I heard about you from somebody else, from Cody, from yeah. the listeners, Cody from Ammo and Grace is who recommended Xana. And I every time Cody. I look at your website or, like, hear your um, your benefits and stuff, like, all I got to do is... <laughs> like, that's so... Um, it's very admirable because, I mean, it's you guys are working. Like you're working and you and then you are very, very clearly and in a large way giving back, um, which is very admirable. I just have to. Well, it's very rewarding. Talk about finding a way to fill your cup, you know, yeah. to get to 
make an impact with things people would be doing anyway and building our family we, the people we get to talk to every day and you know there's sometimes people that reach out and it's not real estate related they hear our story and they're maybe going through something similar that is just as rewarding to have that conversation and be a light in their darkness um so there's just so much for us that is so rewarding about what we get to do now yeah that's super cool so you are nationwide yes and you are and that was the only question. So you are nation. Oh, the other thing is, what if we have friends who need to buy a house but aren't military? Obviously, they wouldn't get all the benefits and stuff. But would you guys still help them? Absolutely. I mean, just so to like that grow case, you guys, people. Hundred percent. So if they don't, if they aren't considered, you know, the brave, which you right. know is a broad category, um, they can still use honor the brave if they believe in our cause, and they won't get the ten percent back, but they will get the donation to the charity of their choice, and they will get a flag percentage just for believing in what we believe in and sharing those values. That's super cool. Okay, good. That was the other question. Yeah. So awesome. Thank you so much for being on the show. Any last words? Uh, gosh, no, I just, I, the one, you know what I would say, okay, yes, there are last words. I think, you know, life is about reinventing and learning all the time too. So it's so exciting with your spouse. Like I've gotten to fall in love with Jeff all over again because he's conquered this. And I think he's gotten to fall in love with me. And so it's, especially when you've been together at 25 years now, it's all about rediscovering constantly too and falling in love with the little things. So I just make sure you're looking for things to fall in love with all over again, all the time. Oh yeah. Okay. Totally last in a bit from your email. One thing that I love that you said is that you guys try to remember to sometimes take time to be <sighs> boyfriend and girlfriend versus husband and wife. I loved that advice <laughs> because we are, I am, we've been married for six years. We've got three and a half kids, one on the way. Oh, yeah. Like deployments on the on, is like he's in the middle of air assault school deployments in the future. So it's very much so like our yeah. conversations are, okay, this is what's happening. This is what I need to do today. I need you to do this for this. And yeah. then like business, 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 business. Yes. Okay. Good night. Like kiss. Good night. Okay. Yeah. And so I like, I love that reminder. Maybe it won't. I think it will help other people, but it definitely helped me of just like, hey, we need to be boyfriend and girlfriend and whistle at yeah. each other when they bend over or something. It's so true, like <laughs> flirt. And, yeah. you know, I think husband and wife, we deal with like everything you just said, right? And and then some and the bills and the responsibilities and which is all amazing stuff. But it's sometimes fun to just go be boyfriend and girlfriend and get away from it and have an adventure together or just dinner together or whatever it is, a bath together. I don't know, but a moment <laughs> where it's just you guys and your yeah. boyfriend and girlfriend again. And to me, boyfriend and girlfriend is when you get to play and be connected and not be dealing with all those other responsibilities. Yeah. So good. Yeah. Well, many, many good things in this episode, hopefully. Well, I am so grateful we're connected and I'm grateful to our public safety and military family and please reach out you guys if you need real estate but also like I said we've been through a lot kids life losing careers gaining careers if we can be a support and ear please reach out for that too okay and what is the best way for people to reach out um they can go to our website honorthebrave.com 
And our cell phone numbers are both on there because we believe so much in what we do and, and why we're here. So call for anything you might need an ear for. Awesome. You guys are great. I yeah. like you guys a lot. <laughs> You're great too. <laughs> okay, guys. So reach out to Honor the Brave anytime you need anything. Real estate, make sure you read out, reach out. But then also just a loving example and somebody to talk to. Zana is a great person. So thank you so much, Zana. Thank you, Michelle. Hi, guys. I hope you're enjoying this podcast. I know I've been learning so much, so please share with any friends and family you know, whether you know someone who is a waiting warrior or if you just think one episode can shed some light to friends and family about what you're going through. Share. And always remember, we're stronger together and here we can thrive. Until next time, have an awesome day.